The past is like a revolving door, and if people aren't careful, it'll come back and whop them in the backside, hard, like Julia Richardson's just did. Julia, we... Sarah needs you. It's the baby. Two sentences, barely audible, as her former stepsister's husband fought to get the words out. Those two sentences had Julia behind the wheel in the dead of night, headed back to the small southern town and the family she'd successfully avoided for 15 years. She looked in the rearview mirror and spotted an errant Titian-colored curl sticking straight up. With a stifled groan, she mashed it down. Ah, humidity, such a lovely thing. The farther south she got, the more it curled. By the time she reached her destination, she expected to look like a dead ringer for a certain red-headed singing orphan. If said orphan was a full-figured Amazon with a bad attitude. By the time Julia drove past the quaintly painted sign, which proclaimed she was entering Covington Falls, Georgia, Covington for the founding family, Falls for the trickle of water which emptied into Lake Rice, the name of the other founding family, the sun was blazing. Surprisingly, she knew exactly where to go. Or maybe not so surprising, since it didn't look like much had changed in 15 years. It still looked like a small and dainty cousin of Savannah. She turned down a tree-lined lane that could have doubled for a 50s television show, and a moment later pulled into the driveway of Grace's house. A white, two-story colonial number with a wraparound porch complete with a swing. Rounding out this picture of all-American perfection was an honest-to-goodness white picket fence. Julia stared at the house, wondering what in the world she was doing here. She so didn't belong in a place like this. Before she could back out of the driveway, the front door opened and a woman stepped out onto the porch. Grace, ex-stepmother, number three. Mother of Sarah and their reason for the midnight run. Julia got out of the car, unsure what kind of reception to expect. Before she knew it, Grace flew down the stairs with arms outstretched. A familiar scent of cookies and violets invaded her senses exactly the way an angel might smell, she imagined. When she'd been 13 and angry at the world, she hadn't been able to hug Grace back. Now, Julia did, then didn't want to let go. Grace pulled back, taking Julia's face in her warm hands. How I've missed you. You have? She smiled. You have no idea. I've missed you, too. Let me look at you, Grace said, stepping back to get the full view. Why, you're gorgeous. I always knew you would be, but my goodness, you're stunning. You look good yourself. And she did, Julia thought. There were a few more lines and a lot more gray hairs, but the sparkle was still there. Only now there was a deeper contentment in those blue eyes Julia didn't remember from before. I can't believe how quickly you got here, Grace said. Well, it's not like I had to bother getting off work. Getting fired sort of opens up your day. I got your email. Your boss had some kind of heart condition and he had to sell the business? Julia nodded. Right, 
and the new owner brought in his own marketing people. The poor man. It must have been difficult for him. I'm sure. The fantastic thing is, I can't even be mad at him, because how can you blame the guy for wanting to live a while longer? Grace chuckled a little. I'm sure you'll find something else. Maybe even sooner than you think. Julius spun around at the odd statement. What do you mean? For a second, Grace almost looked guilty, but in the next moment she clapped her hands. Look at me letting you stand here when you're probably dead on your feet. Let me help you get your bags inside.